This is a Disneyland original little long playing record, and I am your story reader. I am going to begin now to read the story of More Jungle Book. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when Tinkerbell rings her little bells like this. Let's begin now. Somewhere in India, the heart of a vast jungle, lived Bagheera, the Black Panther. Bagheera liked the jungle, except for the squawking parrots. He was worried, though, because his friend, Baloo the Bear, was unhappy. Baloo sat in his dark and gloomy den, talking to himself like a big wobblehead. His best friend, a small boy named Mowgli, had gone to the man village to live. Baloo had not been the same since. Bagheera felt bad because sending Mowgli away had been his idea. Bagheera and King Louie, ruler of the apes, went to Baloo's den to try and comfort him. Baloo was not in the mood for comfort. Look, I never had a brother. I never had a sister. I never had a real pal till I found Mowgli, said the big bear. If I don't get to see him soon, I might start tearing up this jungle. He showed King Louie and Bagheera what he meant by breaking a tree trunk in half. Baggy finally talked Baloo into singing himself to sleep. But Baloo's snoring was so loud, it shook the coconuts off the trees and also woke him up. To keep Baloo from going to the man village, where he would surely get himself shot, Bagheera and King Louie said they would go instead. King Louie's main interest was in getting a free sample of fire. Late that night, Bagheera and King Louie crept into the village. Bagheera kept guard while King Louie climbed over the bamboo fence. He found the hut where Mowgli was sleeping. Mowgli was glad to see him. When King Louie told him how much Baloo missed him, he promised to come back to the jungle for a visit. Before King Louie went back, he wanted to get some fire to take with him. In the hut was a tray of glowing embers. The king picked up one and dropped it in a hurry. The two friends ran to find Bagheera, who was happy to see Mowgli. King Louie suggested they go past the waterfall so he could cool off his hand. Oh, you finally got hold of some fire, did you? said Bagheera. Baloo was waiting for his friends and was overjoyed to see Mowgli. Kid, you'll never know how much I've missed you. I've missed you too, Papa Bear, said Mowgli. King Louie and Baggy decided to give the two a chance to visit, having no idea that Mowgli would decide he shouldn't be away from the village too long or that Baloo would decide to walk back there with him. Those humans don't scare me, said Baloo on the edge of the village. At just that point, he stepped into a trap. 
Mowgli ran to find help. Mowgli found Bagheera first. He told the panther the village elders planned to sell Baloo to a trader who would send him to a zoo. The two friends hurried to find King Louie. But King Louie was too full of bananas to be of any help. I can't even raise my paw above my head, he said. So Baggy and Mowgli went to the village alone. When they reached the man village, the natives were poking sticks at Baloo through the bars of his cage. To attract attention, Bagheera upset a large cooking pot. At the same time, Mowgli crept close to the cage. Mowgli burned through the coconut fibers on the cage latch, and Baloo gave a mighty heave to free himself. The three friends fled into the jungle. They found King Louie still eating bananas. Baggy and Baloo had a big argument about whether Mowgli should stay in the jungle. Bagheera, who thought he should return to the village, finally won. Baloo, Bagheera, and King Louie waved goodbye as Mowgli started back down the trail toward the man village. They weren't too sad though, for they had agreed to meet again every Thursday in a secret bamboo grove where man never goes.
people, this is the Flat Black Plastic Show coming to you on MutinyRadio.fm. Here's some more Disney Jungle Book stuff. It's a blue, blue jungle. Every vine, every tree Yes, it's a blue Not like it used to be Because my little buddy My little Mowgli is far from me And I got the misery they civilize my man Washed his face and combed his hair Sticky gooey stuff yeah. They civilized my man Gave him way out clothes to wear Nowhere They're messing with my Mowgli he would have made one swell bear Like Fred Astaire Oh, I'm on the road to ruin Stewing by them night day Yes, I'm just a brooding bruin Stewing while I'm turning Got to have my man come Gotta get him back here Right away Some way And if anyone tries to stop me He better bring all the help he can Hear me talking to you I said if anybody tries to stop me He gonna get a one-way ticket To the promised land I'm preaching now Cause I'm on a cave in his cassava I'm gonna pull it off And then lay it in his hand I've got those sad about them Can't live without them Baloo Have you ever had gas before? Thank you. 
hear drums I hear saxophones I hear brass I hear slide trombones In my bed There's all kinds of tones I got jungle fever My head I hear notes And they sound so sweet Man, they wail With an afro beat Sounds like jazz But it's rock instead I got jungle fever in my head All the hip hippopotamus And the swinging rhinoceros Have a session every night The baboons say it's out of sight Well, the big gorilla beats his chest A one, a two, the kangaroo Grabs his trumpet and hits high C And the tiger starts singing cause that's his key The baby elephant on bass horn said Please, Mr. Lion, don't you play no corn Dig that monkey in his tuxedo He's all smiles cause he's the leader And Les Brown And now I'm getting signals From the Satchmo sound Lawrence Welk How did he get in there? Oh, there's jungle fever Everywhere Oh, with all of them fine Crazy sounds running through my head I think I'm gonna Become musical Mesmerizing Lay down here and kinda rip off a little Rip Van Winkle. Yeah. I got news for you, Rip. I gonna rip your record. Oh, yeah, Rip. Rip, I gonna bust your record on one side. Ain't even gonna turn over. Turn over, baby. Politicians and the unemployment queues It's only life 
to be Isn't it strange We never changed We've been through it all Yet we're still the same And I know It's a miracle we still go Before you go There's something you ought to know There's a guy in my block He lives for rock He plays records day and night And when he feels down He puts some rock and roll on And it makes him feel alright And when he feels the world is closing in He turns his stereo way up high He just spends his life Living in a rock and roll fantasy He just spends his life Living on the edge of reality Making a list, 
checking it twice Gonna find out who's naughty and nice Santa Claus is coming to town He sees you when you're sleeping He knows when you're awake He knows if you've been bad or good So be good for goodness Watch out, you better not cry, better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town, with little tin horns, and little toy drums, Rudy Toots Toots and Rummy Tum Tums, Santa Claus is and curly head dolls, the toddling
for the summertime blues Oh well my mama papa told me son you got to make some money Summertime blue. I've got to take the weeks. I got to have a fun vacation. I got to take my problem to the United Nations. I done told my congressman and he said, "Quote, take this boy." Summertime blue
This is the Flat Black Plastic Show on Mutiny Radio. FM. Please enjoy your listening experience.
comes around here Just a bad midnight She make me feel so good I wanna say she make me feel alright Comes walking down my street Watch you come to my house She knock upon my door And then she come to my room
เห็นตะโดนขวงขันตันทางบอนสิลองเห็นเอ้ยเห็นแต่น้ำฟ้าดงเวตีต่อตาลิงนันตาลิงนันละนาโอ้น้องแล้วละพี่สายเอ้ยแล้วมาวัดนี้เบิดแต่ลำทางสันนันลงมาเจ้าทั้งลองเบิดแต่ลำน้องแล้วอีนางน้องสีลองกุงพ่อจากบ้านบุงน่ะไปสู่ว่าลินเห็นแต่ดินผิวบับบาดลุยกายหุยขึ้นรถไฟไปลุยถุยล่างดังสนั้นใจให้นางลำมันรถขาสะบันตีสลางเหม็นห่วงลังรถบ่อยังเบ็ดตอนไม่ถึงกุงจังไม่ลุงลังลายเครื่องกินของขาเย็นก็ไว้ว่าฝ่าลงรถไปอกไปเที่ยวเดี๋ยวไปทางฟังน้ำกามดนลุสางน้ำเดี๋ยวไปบ่มปากน้ำกำไฟชนบุรีเห็นแต่สีไฟเหลืองอาลามลงลายหอยเหลวจังถอยมากำสะพานดำสะพานทานผ่านไปทางผ่านฟ้าเว้ยหัวเลยไก่ยืนโอ้ยคือจังโตของลาไก่สามยี่เจ้าเหมือนทางไก่พิสายี่เจ้าเอินทางกำยังน้อจังเล็ดทัดหาทางได้ห้ามห้างเรา
Black Plastic is the show you're listening to on MutantRadio.fm. Thank you.
8 and 10. And as in the previous missions, there was time to do some lunar sightseeing. Commander Neil Armstrong was the guy. Sunday, July 20th, was the big day for Apollo 11. In the morning, the lunar module Eagle separated from the command ship Columbia and was ready for the trip down to the surface of the moon. Mike Collins was to keep the Columbia orbit until Armstrong and Aldrin finished their exploration and rejoined him once again high over the lunar surface. On the other side of the moon, the Eagle's descent engine was fired and the spindly-legged craft dropped lower and lower toward the moon. From Houston came the most important go of the mission. You're a go for landing, over. Roger, understand, go for landing, 3,000 feet. Armstrong and Aldrin watched for specific landmarks as the Eagle swooped into its predetermined landing site on the Sea of Tranquility. As ground controllers read out the flying time left for the lunar lander, 
Armstrong at the controls of the Eagle came closer and closer to the actual touchdown on the moon. With me, listening to the crucial landing, was retired astronaut Wally Schirra, sitting on Earth, but very present in the Eagle with his former comrades. 100 feet, three and a half down, nine forward. Hey, 75 feet, guys looking good, down a half. 60 seconds. Lights on, 40 feet down, two and a half. Picking up some dust. 30 feet, two and a half down. Great shadow. Four forward. Four forward, drift into the right a little. Down a half. 30 seconds. Forward, just contact light. Okay, engine stop. APA at a descent. Out control, both auto descent, engine command override off. We're home. <laughs> 413 is in. Man on the moon. We copy you down, Eagle. Houston, uh... Oh, jeez. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Roger, Twink. Tranquility, we copy you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you. You're wow. looking good here. <laughs> Mm. What? <laughs> okay, we're going to be busy for a minute. Mm. After I'm on, take care of the people. I'll get this back prepared. Wally, say something. I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm just trying to hold on to my breath. That is really something. Very smooth touchdown. 40 seconds after four, so. Wow, thing. You make my heart sing You make everything
Eastern Daylight Time, July 20th, 1969. Man had landed on the moon. By radio and television, the word went out to the world. And by radio, through space, the word went out to Michael Collins, orbiting alone in the Columbia while history was being enacted below him. He has landed Tranquility Base. Eagle, is that Tranquility? Over. Yeah, I heard the whole thing. Buck, good show. Mission Commander Armstrong, now safely on the moon at Tranquility Base, described the final moments of the descent. Houston, uh, that may have seemed like a very long final phase. Uh, the auto-targeting was taking us right into a football field-sized uh, field crater uh, with a large number of uh, big boulders and rocks uh, for about the one or two crater diameters around it and it required us going in P-66 and flying manually over the rock field uh, to find a reasonably good area. I'm gonna tell you a story.
Magnanimous. 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 Yeah, fine. I'm magnanimous today. I'm right. in that kind of mood. I must reach out and touch the little people. The little person I'm touching today is you. Well, I'm touched uh, by your touching of me, the little person. Uh, who exactly are you? I sang the voice of a cat. Of a cat. Selling the virtues of an excellent cat food. Yes, it was I. It was I you. That voice. Well, could you uh, sing a little bit of this right now? Oh, yes. Are you ready? I am all set. All right. If you're sure that you're ready. <sighs> yes, I'm absolutely sure I'm ready to go. All right. Okay. Here I go. Here we go. Meow, 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 meow. And I'd just like to welcome y'all to Afternoon Delight 6.9. Did he just say 69? Yeah, if you tuning in right now, you just on time. Oh, boy. It's a podcast. I don't know, maybe you've heard of them. Perhaps you've been living under a rock, which brings me to, uh... Our hosts, we got Amanda Rocks. Amanda Rocks! Karaoke host from Oklahoma. Kind of makes me think of Opie from Muskogee. I think that was Merle Haggard. Anybody ever listen to Merle Haggard? We got uh, Sarah Late-Ass Sparkles. They've been calling her Late-Ass Sparkles because she's on time to everything and sparkly. So y'all motherfuckers gotta stop listening to me and start listening to these two females. And I mean, they're crazy. Like, you know, batshit crazy. Get the kids a sitter, you know what I'm saying? Enjoy the show. Welcome to... Afternoon Delight 6.9 on Mutiny Radio. This is Amanda Roxon, of course. My co-host Sarah Sparkles is late. And in studio today, I have... Say hi. Hi. Hi, it's Pablo Yale. I'm back. Yay. And also, we have... Hello. Hey, everybody. I'm Justin Ivey. How's it going? Super fantastic. Awesome. And... Uh, my name is Schwa Smith. Uh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Cam Ritt here. Who? Cam Ritt. Sorry, it's a very guttural <laughs> sounds in my name. Okay. And? Curtis Taylor the Thud. Nice to meet y'all. And I've met a few of you before, all except for Curtis here. Hey. Hey, so he's new. But otherwise, we've got um, our, um, our Santa Cruz comedian group here. Nice to have y'all. Hey, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Burger, Burger couldn't had. make it today, dude. I saw that. It's such a bummer. Right? Yeah. What was up with that? Uh, well, I called what was him better? and he was like, well, I got some DUI shit to take care of. So. Oh, he's being an adult <laughs> and adulting. I get he's that. He's being a bad boy. In a way. Bad boy. Yeah. That's what he is. All right. So what do we have planned today? I brought some stuff. Um, I know you brought some stuff. Yes. I brought some sketches to do, or one sketch, rather. Um, I brought every, all the comedians here. I drove again. Um, up Yay. from Santa Cruz. Curtis is a regular on the Santa Cruz open mic scene. Yep. But he comes from Stockton originally, but now he lives in Bakersfield. I'm from San Jose. You're from San Jose. <laughs> okay. Um, tell us more about yourself, Curtis, and your history in comedy. I've uh, been doing it for six uh, years. I just got back from Alaska. Uh, became a homeowner in Bakersfield. Oh, yeah. What were you doing in Alaska? Uh, you know, working, living life, 
I feel like you. I feel like it's a responsibility as a dude if you don't have kids and you're not in a relationship to like go to Alaska. To go to Alaska. <laughs> okay. That reminds me, I have to go to Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was actually born there at an army hospital, but Curtis is actually doing manly stuff there. Yeah, I gained like forty pounds, like fishing and working in canneries and you got a, you got a sick uh, face scar too yeah so alaska they, you don't know that that's their state flower is the uh, facial scar <laughs> <laughs> mine's very emotionally based but you can still see it you can still see it okay all right i've not heard that thing about going to alaska you know i'm just like it's got to be cold there i'm good i don't need to go it's like a california winter except that's their summer so yeah. Okay. Well, it doesn't sound that bad. It's, it's super foggy, and uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I was on a boat. Uh, my uh, on a boat. Yeah, I was on a boat. They played that song like eight times <laughs> every day, but. <laughs> <laughs> What's oh. the one from Step Brothers? Like um, boats in heaven. Um, boats in heaven. Well, I was like, yeah, um, the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Marina. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want the bottom while you're drinking sangria? Yeah, I just watched that movie the other day. I love that movie. <laughs> I saw a Rage Against the Machine song, too. Really? So, so many weird things have the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria in that hmm. order. That's that's them in order. Yeah. yeah. Well, the from the smallest to largest. Really? Is yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Those are the three sailing vessels on Columbus's expi- uh, expedition to the Americas. I thought I was just going to, like, sit here today and, like, not learn shit. <laughs> I, that's what I do. I drink and I know things. Don't touch my monkey. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. What's up? That's my phone. <laughs> it or says, want to touch my monkey. Word. <laughs> want to touch my monkey. It says it a lot um, every time I get a text. It's crazy. In fact, that was Sarah Sparkles. Oh, it's not lighting up. Tell her. Okay, she says, pick up the damn phone. Well, it's not lighting up. Someone uh, talk for a minute. Pablo! I can talk for one minute. All right. Um, so... Uh, so the drive was actually pretty pretty good, decent, on the way up from Santa Cruz. Um, it's not nearly as rainy or thunderstormy as it's been the last two days. Although, if you're listening in really Florida... Really, the weather? What's that? You're talking about the goddamn weather in the drive? That's that's how you're filling time? Jesus, Louise, your pubes in there? What was that? That was my, that was my phone, actually. Oh, nice day today, isn't it? Yes, I was down yeah. on my knees. Radio is kind of a, you know... All right, all right. Uh, it was completely auditory. professional. Um, Amanda was down there legitimately doing business. Um, <laughs> Should we talk about You could not see it, but I had to get down on my knees. Um, and, yeah, it looked kind of weird. But tell Sarah, Sarah, call back. It's... The light wasn't in the window. I can't tell when it's ringing. If the, there, see? Hold There's on. the light. There we go. Station yeah. phone. All right. Call Afternoon her. Delight 6.9 on Mutiny Radio. Who's this? Hi, Sarah Sparkles. Hi, Sarah Sparkles. Hi. Where are you? It's hard to get through to you guys. You guys well, the light was on the floor. I had to just crawl on my knees <laughs> underneath the, the whole control panel. That's, that's what they all say. I have a dress on, too. You do. Hey, Sarah, yeah. Sarah, you know what would be... I don't think we'd have any phone problems. Uh, you wouldn't have trouble getting in contact with us if you were uh, here. That's true. I know. Uh, wouldn't that be what a concept, right? If yeah, you were thinking about that? Then it wouldn't be a problem. I know. <laughs> I'm on my way. I've been a little sick, and so everything's kind of coming a little more difficult than it usually does. But I just wanted to be the first caller on our three-hour show. Yay. Yay. Yeah. I hope I am. Yeah, so today we started at 3 o'clock. 
Yes, we're three hours long now. We're a little bit longer. Still just as, as wide. Girthy. I just wanted to say hi to everybody and that I'll be there soon. And I'm excited. Okay, we'll get here. All right. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. All right. Bye. Is she sparkling today or what? I guess so. She's always sparkling and she's always... She's always sparkly. And that she's googly always... eyes is my favorite one. Do what? I said it before and I'll say it again. That, that googly-eyed puss. <laughs> <laughs> should probably explain to Curtis. What is that? Oh, yeah, you should, we should save that. That's, that's her story. Well, no, no, I'm she tells a lot. You tell you you tell me how you interpret I, I her. Mansplain her vagina to. Curtis. She likes to be dazzle. <laughs> she likes to be dazzle her vagina. Yeah, it was a thing when back when they were on the FCC free radio. Yeah, she has not done been so sparkly in that way here, but she Wait. still sparkles. Yeah, like, even like, though you have like a, a bathroom like yeah, right adjacent yeah, to the studio. But she'll be like, in there forever. So, so she's like a like a glow stick down there or like, like sometimes. Like googly eyes sometimes. It depends about. on what's on sale at the Dollar Tree that, uh, yeah, that Saturday. Right? Wait, there's like she, like, she, so she puts eyes down there. She did there's once. Stickers. There's pictures. Yeah. It was like there's for promotional. <laughs> it was like a promotional thing, you know? That's there's like proof. a weird like one night stand dude just going down there to wait. wait are you looking at me? <laughs> yeah. Eyeballs. Yeah. That's it. Oh, that would be a great here. one. Oh, she should do that with a uh, with like realistic eyeballs instead of googly eyes. You know, that would be kind of <laughs> weird and gross, but I'd let her yeah. do it. You know, just like people <laughs> in San Francisco, Some somebody's down for that. Some people like golf, you know, right? All right. Well, so can we have our next comedian introduce himself and tell him more about him? Oh yeah. Hey everybody. I'm Justin Ivy. Uh, I do stand up and tell the jokes and stuff. Uh, I'm pretty a uh, weird guy. Um, it's kind of hard to describe myself. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been doing this for like seven years, and uh, only very recently started getting into uh, the the uh, darkness that lies in the heart of my soul. I like darkness. And uh, that that's uh, a lot more entertaining than what I've been doing up to this point. So it, it's an exciting transitionary period for me. I like the dark side. Yeah. I didn't know you were a Degrassi character. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. cool. And what's Degrassi? You never heard of Degrassi? It's the Canadian TV. It's like a teen uh, drama. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, I was an adult their, when that came yeah, out. I think, I think I already had children by the, bell. When, by the time that. It's, it's, it's how Drake got on, dude. It's, it's you Canadian probably saved did. by the Drake bell. Drake was in a wheelchair. It, I don't know this. There was a school shooting. I didn't know who Drake was until. That show always had like some kid in a wheelchair. It was like a rotational thing. <laughs> it's, it was like a, every episode was like an after school special where they yes. had like a message. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was but it was chained together like a like like a series of like nine hundred two one zero episodes. Yeah, there's like so weird. Like, glad I didn't watch that. Yeah, oh, sorry. Anybody <laughs> anybody who's a, who who listens to Kevin Smith's podcast, you know, knows all about Degrassi because that's all he talks about on his podcast is Degrassi. Degrassi. It started off as like a junior high thing in the eighties. It was on like a lot of like public television stations all across the United mm-hmm. States, and then it became. Degrassi after that, you know. Welcome back to Wikipedia Radio, everybody. <laughs> Man, I want to be on Wikipedia. I need someone to write a thing out so I can be on Wikipedia. You can do it you, yourself. You just, I know you I can, but I don't want to write it myself. Then that's kind of, you know. Dude, yeah. Maybe She's too hot for that. I mean, you know, use that, um, you know, that like uh, talk to text. And then you can pretend you're doing karaoke, and you what? can just sing your bio. bio <laughs> phone. No, I need the words to pop up. Just okay. say, it. Yeah. okay. All right. So where are your um, your shows at, Justin? Uh, mostly these days, it's in Santa Cruz, but I've been trying to delve out a little bit further lately. Uh, 
We were going to do something up here, but we have to get back to Santa Cruz tonight for a show at the Blue Lagoon. Aww. Yep. But, yeah, no, I've been getting over the hill more. I used to do a lot more out here, but then I had a baby, and that kind of slowed things down a bit. That hurt? Uh, yeah, more than you would think, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't have a vagina, and it, it, I had to squeeze it out of whatever hole was available. Yeah. Nice. But 